I'm now joined with Independent Councillor Damien O'Farrell to discuss the ongoing controversy surrounding rezoning of the lands beside St Anne's Park, Rohini, that have been left idle for quite some time. Good morning, Damien. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Johnny. Damien, the Chief Executive for Dublin City Council, Owen Keegan, had recently recommended in a report that these lands be rezoned for residential use. What do you make of all this? Yeah, I think lo- local councillors were shocked, really, were shocked at that, at his recommendation. I mean, these lands are zoned at the moment, Red 15 institutional lands, and uh, they're really, they're part of a park, they're inside of a park, they're 17 acres of a privately owned land, but they're inside St. Dennis Park. The, the land was first sold, I think, by the Pension Order in 2015 to a developer, and at that time, I Love St. Anne's was set up, it was a campaign, I suppose, to save the park. And there was a series of planning applications, and so the last one that was successful, I suppose, and uh, it went to judicial review, and the local community raised money through the Residents Association, uh, Contark Residents Association, and through I Love St. Anne's. They raised the money, and they put up a judicial review, and Judge Humphreys in his decision, and it's quite interesting, he, he had a decision, he overturned the planning, the successful planning application, he overturned it on the 7th of May, 2021, so it's about a year ago now. And a few things he said, if, if I remember, that the change of ownership does not in itself alter the interest to be protected by the zoning. So that's quite important. The change of ownership does not in itself alter the interest to be protected by the zoning. He also mentioned the significance of the planning map. And the planning map indicates a sports ground. And it's still, this is still in the planning map. And he's talked about the significance of that. And he mentioned that the planning inspector uh, made an error by assuming that the word use in the development plan means a de facto existing use on the ground, the use today. It doesn't mean that, you know. So the judge recognises the right to private land. He said that was essential. But it doesn't include a right to develop. And it doesn't include a, a right to develop in a way that is not in accordance with proper planning and sustainable development. He also felt, and he ruled, that all property must be held for the benefit of society as a whole and of future re- generations. And it's not to be dealt with as, as someone sees fit. And what society asks is that there should be no development other than what is proper, sustainable and lawful. So I suppose that's all quite significant. And that's that's a judgment and that's a ruling. And that's in the planning now. That's in the planning. And we were surprised and really taken aback when the when the chief executive had recommended that the land be zoned partially for housing Z1, which is which is housing. So we were sorry. So I reached out to the other councillors who were very receptive because we're all interested in this. Uh, Nico Murray, Councillor Murray. Councillor Deirdre Heaney, Catherine Stocker and Councillor Jane Horgan-Jones. And we decided that we needed to be more proactive and, and make the running. And we needed, we talked about planning reasons. This all has to be done for planning reasons. That's vital. And um, it's not about who owns the land, what somebody is doing the land, whether you like somebody, you don't like someone, what you feel about the Vincentian order. That, that's all irrespect. That's all regardless. We, we don't need them to know about any of that. It's all about planning reasons. That's what's important. So we came up with a motion to, to zone the land from Z15 institutional to Z9 in its entirety, the whole seven acres, Z9 open space. And we feel that that would give it more protection. And it's for it's it's basically our reasons for it. The, the area is bereft of sports grounds and facilities. And considering the demographic, the number of local soccer grounds the, and the number of local soccer clubs, GA clubs, rugby clubs. And there needs to be more sustainable use of the land. So we also mentioned that in, in our motion. And so a Z5, a Z9 zoning in this land is necessary to preserve, provide and improve recreational amenity and open space, as well as contributing to the biodiversity and ecosystem. So we feel if, if this land goes to Z9, it will, it will, it will have more protection than it, than it had at Z15, because I'd imagine there's an appeal going at the moment from the developer. 
and also I, I believe the CE in his report said he was working with the developer like the developer put in a submission to zone the land uh, Z1 but Z15 and Z1 but we, be, we believe it should all be Z9 open space so we're hoping to get the support of the council and the Green Party representative in the area has a different view and didn't join didn't join us but we would hope that she would come on board at a later stage I think she wants to keep it um, partially Z15 and partially Z9. So there'll be some housing on the site. But the other uh, five councillors are are of a different viewpoint. That's really where we're going with this. And the development plan now, the development plan is going to be discussed in July. This this motion will come up. It will be finalised at the end of the year. And hopefully that the the land, with with the support of of councillors on the council, the land will be zoned Z9 in the future from the beginning of next year. Okay. Could the council purchase the land from the developer? Is well, that a possibility? So. Yeah, I would imagine the developer, I suppose it's speculation, and the developer, at that point, the land wouldn't be worth much speculate, speculative value. It wouldn't have a speculative value at that point. So I'd imagine the, the developer would wish to maybe sell the land. And, the, and I'd imagine we would hope then that the council would have an interest in buying the land. We've a bit to go. We've, we've a few fences to jump before that point. But I would hope that that would be the, the culmination of our work. OK, well, it would appear, you know, that the site has been a negative equity for the developer for almost five years now. So surely there must be some sort of negotiable option to suit everyone. Yeah, well, I suppose that's what speculation is about. But I suppose from, from a council point of view and from councillors, we have to look at sustainable use of land and we have to look at planning reasons. That's our only viewpoint, you know. Yeah, the judge recognised the right to private land as essential. Absolutely. And, and a developer, they do tremendous work in the city. We need homes, we need houses. But we also need to look, we need to future-proof our city. And we are going up, but there isn't going to be any more green space, you know. And, and we, there's green space in this area, and we need to keep all the green space that we can, particularly the parkland we can. Somebody said to me one day, you know, you, you need sports grounds. and why, why can't they use matches in the afternoon and in the morning? And in the evening, and I, I remember saying, like, I used to look after a team on a voluntary level. It doesn't work like that. And the volunteers come out and look after their teams in the morning, Saturdays and Sundays, and then it's all voluntary. So they don't want to be spending all afternoon and all day and all evening. So, the, so that's and, and also the the grass, the playing pitches need a chance need a chance to rest. All property. The judge also mentioned that all property must be held for the benefit of society as a whole and for future generations. And that's what councillors we need to do. And that's what we decided, that we needed to be more proactive. We need to make the running. We needed to future-proof the land. Um, but for planning reasons alone, and um, we've put forward this motion, and we're, we'll be hoping it's successful, that, and that the, the land will revert to Z9, open space, the same as the rest of the park, which had been previously. And then hopefully then maybe Dublin City Council could think about buying the land in the future. Okay. Right, so we leave it there for today, unless, of course, anything else you'd like to mention? No, that's fine. Thanks very much for giving me the time there, Jimmy. No, you're very welcome. Damien, thanks again for joining us. Great talking with you. All the very best. Do take care. No, thank you very much. And thanks for giving me the time for this issue. All the best. Now, that was Independent Councillor Damien O'Farrell talking about rezoning of the lands beside St. Anne's Park that have been left idle since 2017.